Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Gunner and Cheyenne. February 1st. We finally yeah! hit a new month. Tear that old month <laughs> off the calendar. Here we go. As we are in a new month, lots of stuff to look forward to in the month of February, Cheyenne. Is that is that how you spell it in your head? Like when you go to ride it at February? I, I hate February because when it, we're doing commercial reads and uh-huh. stuff like that, I see the word February. <laughs> and, you know, I see the R, and I, always, and I always have to redo it. Yeah, because of the word February. February, February. Well, feel bad for me because both my kids have February birthdays, and I oh. always have to write it out. And the great thing about this year, if you do have a February birthday and you're born on February 29th. You actually have a birthday this year. Is it a leap year? It is a leap year. Wow, I did not know that. You get to celebrate on your birthday That's this year. That's pretty cool. We got the Pro Bowl coming up this weekend. We got the Super Bowl next weekend. We got the Phoenix Open coming up here next week. That has got me excited. Another big golf tournament with Tiger Woods hosting the Genesis Invitational on Ooh. February 15th. We've got the Daytona 500 this month. Yeah. We've got the Grammys coming up on Sunday. We've got Mardi Gras this month. we got Valentine's Day this month. What don't we, we have this month? we got President's Day this month. Jeez. It's a busy month. Groundhog Day is tomorrow, which I'm very uh, excited for. Nope. Because I've gotten Cheyenne two years in a row. I have been waiting. Groundhog's I have Day. been waiting for Groundhog's Day for the last month because it's been brought up multiple times. It's not happening. You're not getting me tomorrow. It's not happening. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. He literally has started the show for the last two years by Good morning, Cheyenne. And then waits a minute and then repeats himself. Yeah. Like it's uh, Yeah. Yeah, you know, Groundhog Day. And every time I'm like, <laughs> Are you are you having a stroke? What's happening? And I've gotten her two years in a row, but she was ready this year. I'm ready. But, but I also warned you just now. Would no, you no, I was ready a week ago. Okay. <laughs> I even had to look at what day Groundhog's Day was because I was like, he's not getting me. It's yeah. the same day every year, but... Yeah. I know, but I forget. We got rain in the forecast for tonight mm-hmm. and into tomorrow. I mean, that could just go away. So whatever the Groundhog needs to see to eliminate the rain during make this time of year for us, make that happen. <laughs> Groundy, let's go. Camel Country 107.9. Well, the cookbook we have all been waiting for is coming. Uh, okay. The Chuck E. Cheese and Friends Party Cookbook. You're lying. <laughs> I'm not. It's out on Amazon. You can pre-order it on Amazon for 23 bucks. I used to work at Chuck E. Cheese back in the day, <laughs> okay. and there is not one item on that menu that I'd want to cook at home. Not a single one. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anything there other than a pizza, and I'm not making that at home. No. Like, not I'm theirs. not doing that. Yeah. I love making pizza, but not theirs. Yeah. But even the cheese was like just little like round balls of like cheese. They weren't even like the shredded cheese. What? Yeah, it was really kind of weird. It was like the uh, 
what are those little uh, those ice cream balls, those freeze oh, dip, like and, the, dip and dots. Dip and yeah. dots. Yeah, it looked like that, but smaller versions yeah. of that with the cheese. And you put it on there, spread it out, put cheese it in the pellets. Oven. Cheese pellets. <laughs> that's Ew, exactly right. that sounds terrible. Is there uh, a cookbook that you can imagine? other than Betty Crocker or any of these other ones uh-huh. that you would want to have in your house. Chuck E. Cheese, definitely not one of those, Real, right? I currently have two of them, and I love them. I two. have two Harry Potter cookbooks. Harry Potter? <laughs> you want know to funny Potter? about this conversation is that I was at Target the other day buying a new book, and they had a Yellowstone cookbook, and I almost bought it for you. What? Uh- but then I was like, he's never going to use that. Okay, what, did you even look like what kind of menu or what kind of recipes were in there? I'm More than the Yellowstone stuff? Yeah. Generally, it's it was, stuff that like... It was 95% steak, surprisingly. It's got to be like ways to cook a steak. It's like things that you will see like on the show or just things that like feel that vibe. So my Harry, so I have two Harry Potter cookbooks. The first one I have is the holiday edition. So it's all of their big feasts, like the Yule Ball and things like that. Like yeah. the foods that you see on the table or they talk about a lot in this cookbook so like pumpkin pasties and butterbeer and Harry Potter's birthday cake that Hagrid makes like that is in that cookbook but I mean what's unique about it to Harry Potter other than what they call it like, is there any unique ingredients that you have to, like, fly in from no. wherever <laughs> no, Harry it's Potter's definitely, from? No. Or? <laughs> no, it's definitely not. It's things that are related to the book that make you feel a part of it and bring that experience to the house. So for people who are really big fans, it works really well How for me. How often are you using these Harry Potter um, I use the holiday one actually quite frequently. They have a really good goulash in there that my kids will eat because it's Harry Potter. So then they eat eat it because it's cool. Somebody texted in saying an Olive Garden cookbook would be great. Eh. I feel like I make better like Alfredo than Harry Potter. I make better Italian than <laughs> yeah. Olive Garden. And I make my own noodles. So like that... stuff is mad oily, right? Right. Like, to me. It yeah. like when when your oil separates over the top of the sauce, I, that's not yeah. for me. I'll have to look into the Yellowstone. You know one, you but won't. I, I think. It, well, yeah, I probably won't. <laughs> there's not. I, there's <laughs> no, probably no, zero <laughs> recipes that require an hey, air fryer. I know. I was just gonna say, <laughs> if there's air fryer recipes in there, I'm on. I'll get it. If it has to preheat the oven, he's out. Gunner and Cheyenne. If you stumbled upon an old Disney World ticket from 1978 and it was unused, uh-huh. would you think to head on down to Disney World, head on down to Orlando to use it? No. I'd be like, oh, there's no way they're honoring that. No way. Yeah, it had a, uh, it said $8 is what they paid for the Disney World ticket back in 1970. That must be nice. And this actually happened to a dude. It was a, it was an old box that his family had. Um, and he saw that it had no expiration date, $8 for the ticket. So he purchased a uh, plane ticket down to Orlando. He's like, I'm going to go give this a whirl. I'm going <laughs> to see if they, this works. So he went to the box office. He immediately thought it wasn't going to be good because they stamped it void. But then they gave him an updated ticket and said, enjoy your day. So he got into Disney World for $8. Well, essentially $8 yeah. when he paid for the ticket. What it fascinates me because, you know, and I love Disney. I'm a huge Disney fan. I've got a Tinkerbell tattoo. Like, I'm there for it. But I am impressed with the fact that they... They honored it. I mean, it doesn't have no expiration date. There's no expiration date. It was paid for. It was just, yeah. you know, a billion years ago. Yeah, it blows my mind. It said it only costed $8 to get into Yeah, but $8 back, the back then is probably pretty close to what well, it is Well, I mean, now. it's nowhere near $300 for a one-day pass these days. I don't know. On, $8 in 1978, inflation took that all the way to $300? 
Does that no. sound right? No, no. But no, it's no. still expensive, though. It's still what expensive. What would $8 from 1978 be in today's dollars? It was about 38 bucks. 38 bucks. Oh. In today's terms. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. But there also wasn't like the same stuff going on inside the park either. That's true. Yeah, they. I mean, they added so much. And then the Disney brand has grown so much. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, mean, they, I just can, love Disney. I'm sorry. I just do. Like, I, I think a, this is so cool. I had a buddy back in the late 90s purchase a 24-hour fitness lifetime pass. As a thing? A lifetime pass for, I think it was 500 bucks. It was, there was a 24-hour fitness gym that was closing, uh-huh. and he paid $500 for a lifetime 24-hour fitness pass, and it still works to this day. I thought he was wasting his money. I'm like, the gym's closing. <laughs> Why are you paying $500 yeah. for a lifetime pass? They're suckering you out of your money. But it still works at the current but, one. But it still works. That's fascinating. And this, this $8 Disney ticket from 1970 kind of reminded me that. Yeah. Of that. You know, whether he's still using it now. I mean, looking at his Facebook photos, he doesn't Stop still go. Stop uh, <laughs> But I did text him, and he says it still works Wow, to this that's day. fascinating. I love that. Text to the 605. I've used an old ticket from 1999, and it was $12 to get to Disney World. How cool that they still honor that. That says something to Just me. Just old tickets. Yeah. Like old things from way back in the day that are still usable. Well, it's like a gift card. Like you mind. paid for it. If there's no expiration date on it, then like, you know. Like would gift cards have been a thing back in the 70s? I don't know. If that, they was were, that a thing? I don't know if they were a thing in the 70s, but just like any gift card. I think it was like punch cards back in the, <laughs> back in the 70s, right? That's what that would have been. Gunner and Cheyenne. We had a team lunch yesterday. We did. You know, camaraderie building a little bit. <laughs> Get to know each other a little bit more. You know, Abe, executive producer of the program here. You've been here. How long have you been here now? Mm, maybe like six months. Wow. Five, Time six flies months. when you're having a blast. I'd expect you to be, <laughs> I'd expect you to be counting the days. How do you not know? Come on. I expected y'all to kick me out of here way sooner. <laughs> but there's still a lot of things that we don't know about each other, right? Yeah. And Abe shared just this wild story. Uh, they were like, you got to say that on the radio. We, you got to tell that story. Well, it's so Camel intriguing Nation. because it's something that like doesn't happen very often, and it's terrifying. When was this? When did it go down? July 15th, 2005. So you know that, but you don't know the time you've been with the show? <laughs> Yeah, I just kind of zone out when I come in. <laughs> He's just here at All this right. point. July 15, 2005. So I had just started dating the woman who would become my daughter's mother. And we were hanging out one night. It was just a regular weeknight. And I went to take her home. It was maybe between 1 and 2 o'clock in the morning. Like the roads obviously are pretty clear at that time. And yeah. I just shot straight down Camelback, which is a main road. Not a lot of cars. But as I turned off Camelback and started going into her neighborhood... There's a lot of twists and turns you have to make to get there. And I would notice that there was headlights behind me that just kept following every move I was making. Wouldn't seem like a big deal except for the fact that it was almost 2 a.m. Right. It's a little and suspicious. I've had that kind of happen before and it usually turns out to be nothing. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know what? When I make this last turn, instead of pulling up to the curb and letting her out where my side of the car was right on the curb, I was like, let me just go past her house and just see if they keep following and they did mm-hmm. and then so as soon as i slowed down to make the next right they made their move where they kind of like sped up and like got from out behind me and came up around the driver's side and before i knew it i heard a bunch of gunshots what? and Jeez. they had yeah they had shot right through my window the pass the, the driver's side window the, and it kind of exited out through the windshield and she actually saw them before i did she said there was a guy hanging out of the back seat of the car like kind of maybe chest right. high or whatever. So she kind of grabbed my head and pulled it down. It was crazy. Oh, and I mean, did you get hit at all? Not by a bullet, but the glass completely shattered into my arm and parts of my face. And it was just like the glass. Was, I just remember it being 
like flaming hot like it was extremely hot and it was like embedded in my skin so oh, it was like hard to like gosh. you know what I mean do you yeah. have scars do you have like scars from it like, yeah you, you can probably still see them now it's been a while wow, but I, I definitely it was I hadn't really started doing the beard thing yet so part of the reason I even started growing facial hair was to cover that up yeah yeah, um, yeah it was crazy so, yeah. that's scary that's then, so scary then what they drove off well I peeled yeah. off first oh you peeled okay I made the right wow. I was initially gonna make and they luckily ended up going straight I don't know if they were just scared or they thought they did what they had to do or whatever so i ended up kind of weaving through the neighborhood so she calls the cops while i'm driving she's explaining the situation frantically they're saying well we need you to like be somewhere so we can meet you and i'm like yeah right <laughs> i don't yeah, know if these people I'm not, stopping. <laughs> I'm not stopping they might be right behind me yeah. so yeah a couple minutes later we end up at uh at a busy intersection under under lights and stuff so that we're you know as public as possible right did and they ever get caught not that I know of. No. Wow, man! Wow. I couldn't even tell you what it was. It was a small car, definitely a four door, maybe something like a Nissan Sentra, but I couldn't tell you the color or anything because it was too dark. Yeah. Was it mistaken identity? They thought you were somebody else. They said based on what it sounds like, they probably just picked me at random, like maybe oh, an initiation type worse, of situation. Man. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Pretty well, crazy. we're glad that you had intuition enough to like pay attention. That's the craziest thing is like, yeah, I'm glad I trusted my gut, but I kept thinking, what if I didn't? Yeah, you know, because if I had did what I initially would have done, anytime I, I dropped her off before, I she would have been the one that was the sitting duck on her side. Yeah, because they would have pulled up on her side and just mm. there would have been nowhere to go. Right. Run. I mean, intuition—it's an interesting thing. Yeah, it could be a feeling in the pit of your stomach. Just uh, it's a gut it's a, feeling. It's that gut feeling and listening to your gut. Yeah, if you've ever been in a situation where your intuition kicked in. Let us know. Gunner and Cheyenne. When did your intuition kick in? Basically, when your gut kind of had this feeling of something's not right. And then because of that intuition, it ultimately saved your life. 602-894-5653. Rebecca is in Phoenix. Rebecca, tell us what happened with you. So when I was five, I was out in the park with my dad and I was playing. And um, I just remember these people like at the edge of the lawn with this blanket and... uh, uh, like a wagon or something and they had toys and they were like waving at me and I was running over and what? I just yeah and I just had this like pit of stomach like in my stomach like that feeling of like things drop in your yeah. stomach yeah like you just get instantly sick yeah so, like nauseous yeah like, oh I don't know something's weird and so I just screamed like they were close enough to grab me right then but I screamed and I started running towards my dad and um like years later, I found out that those same people had abducted like 100 kids. Like, oh my gosh. Crazy. So you had that feeling at five. You remember that feeling? Yeah, I remember that whole situation. I feel like that's not something you would forget, though. Like, that's traumatizing. You're five. Think about five. Yeah. Yeah. What did your dad do? He was just like, what's wrong? And I, I was like, uh, I, I, I guess I didn't know how to communicate back then. Right. But I was like, no, I'm scared. I want um, God, I don't remember home. anything from when I was five. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when you were five? No, not that's at all. nuts. But I guess a traumatic experience like that. Yeah. Would... Definitely had a guardian angel with you that day, for sure. Yeah. For wow. sure. My whole life. Well, uh, Rebecca, we appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Be safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you too. Mark is in Gilbert. Hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? When did your gut feeling of something's not right here, that intuition, when did that kick in for you? I ride motorcycles, and I was just out of the city a little bit on a two-lane highway. I was behind a, a big truck carrying a bunch of old tires, mm-hmm. and 
for whatever reason, I don't know what, I just said, oh, I'm going to slow down. So I slowed way, way down. And right then, one of the tires flew off the truck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it hit right where I would have been. That's nuts, dude. I don't know. I, I, I think about that all the time. I, I just, something in me just said, you know, slow down. All right. And so wow. I just trust my gut. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Final Destination? <laughs> Exactly. Is that, exactly. Is that kind of like, yeah, I'll never follow a log truck, but I mean, in this case, it was a uh, a tire truck, but I mean, you kind of just had a had a feeling that one of them tires is going to fall off the top there, huh? Right. Yeah, and it did. Has that kind of changed your life to an extent? Yeah. I, I just trust my gut now, and it's that, it's just, I don't know how to explain it. You, when it happens to you, you'll just know you have this, it's fighter sense in a way. Yeah. I think if there's any takeaway from the stories and Abe's story is just to listen to your gut. Yeah, definitely. I think when it comes to relationships, when it comes to anything, if you just feel like something's not right, it don't, might not be. Don't force it. If it walks like a duck, sounds like a duck, and quacks like a duck. All together now, it's, it's probably, probably a, a duck. duck. <laughs> Hey, I didn't hear your voice in there. Because <laughs> my gut's telling me cracked pepper <laughs> with provolone on sourdough. <laughs> Camel Country 107.9. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Do you remember field trips oh, yeah. as a kid? Yeah, of course. Um, I, I feel like kids these days, at least my daughters, are taking like field trips like every three weeks. I feel like they're doing like field trips all the time. Really? And maybe it's my older age, my memory going out on me, but I don't remember taking as many field trips as my daughters have taken so far this school year. I feel like, yeah, growing up, we only did maybe two, three tops a year. Yeah. That's it. I feel maybe we're lucky. Maybe it's just the two girls combined. It does feel like it's like every three weeks or something uh-huh. like that, or at least once a month or something. My daughter's got another field trip coming up uh, next week where, and, and it's, it's, the type of field trip and what they're learning is to, I don't remember doing this as a kid. They're interviewing for jobs. What? And they're learning about money and starting a business. 
That is cool. I don't remember that. I just remember going to the zoo as a kid. That's all we had. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've talked in the past that I wish that they would teach money Mm -hmm. in school because I never was taught how to manage my money in school. Yeah, neither was I. I think that this is a phenomenal field trip to take the kids on. So, you know, kind of... Uh, adding some things to the new generation and uh-huh. stuff like that, which is awesome. But again, lots of field trips. I don't remember that. Do you? Where did you go on a uh, when you went on a field trip? My favorite field trip was to the uh, Yakima Valley Museum. To the museum, yeah, that's another yeah. one that, we, that, that we'd regularly go on. Is a museum, a zoo. Have you ever had a random field trip? Like, yes. A, aside from. The zoo, the museum. We went to a, I was, I think I was a seventh grader, seventh or eighth grade, and we went to a salmon hatchery. That's cool. It was really cool. The science teacher who ended up being my father-in-law many, many years later, he was like, Small obs- town. I know, he was obsessed <laughs> with salmon and like the reproduction of them. So we, for the first half of the year, we had like a salmon in class, like aquarium type thing. Yeah. And then we went to the hatchery at the river once the salmon were coming and going. It was actually pretty cool. What's the most random field trip you ever took? What about for you, Gunner? Museums? Zoos. Nothing That's it. crazy. Nothing. Maybe a McDonald's walkthrough. I don't know. Stop but, it. You but did might, not go to a McDonald's. But, but I might be just having flashbacks <laughs> to when I went to McDonald's. I don't know. <laughs> Can't really tell the difference. <laughs> what is the most random field trip you had growing up? Where did you go? You know, I mean, we've all, I think we've all been to the zoo, as I mentioned, the museum. Yeah. I mean, those are kind of standard field trips, I feel, like when you're in elementary school growing up. But what is the most random field trip you took as a kid? Gunner and Cheyenne. One of the coolest things about being in school, I think, is uh, the field trips. Yeah, totally. Right? definitely I mean, not going to school early to learn things. Learn math and social studies. Yuck. But I mean, it would rank up there with recess and PE. Oh, for sure. And lunch. <laughs> it's one of the coolest things. Really pizza day. About going to school. <laughs> uh, my daughters, I, I, I feel like there's just like tons of field trips happening this year. And I don't know if they're just making up for the COVID years or what, but I, I just don't remember the amount of this amount of field trips when I was in school. And when I did go on a field trip, it was always to like the zoo or the museum, mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe the fire station. Yeah, those were always cool. Because when I was in elementary school, there's a fire station right across the street. So our field trip was walking across the crosswalk <laughs> to, the, to the fire station and checking yeah. out the fire trucks, which is awesome. Uh, my daughter, she's going to be uh, taking a field trip next week. Um, and she's going to be at this field trip. They're going to be interviewing for jobs, learning about money, and starting a business. I do love this. I think this is a great concept for young kids. And I think that's that's what field trips should be about, is learning about the real life world mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But sometimes you just take random field trips just to take a field trip. I guess there's some sort of learning experience that comes along with it, but I don't know. What are you learning about with the zoo? <laughs> uh, Nothing. It's not like you're going uh, behind the scenes yeah. and learning how to care for animals. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not like, these are how baby rhinos are born. But you that's get to see <laughs> animals in person, and that's cool for young kids. Oh, very cool. So stop hating on it. it. I mean, the museum's educational. Yeah. But what is the most random field trip you took as a kid? Uh, texts are coming in at 22108. Text at the 602. We went to a slaughterhouse. What? I never ate meat again after that. Text at the 602. Oh I went to Costco. <laughs> That's a field trip I could get behind. I love Costco. <laughs> Gunner does that every week. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right.
<laughs> I take my own field trips yeah. every week. I uh, take it to the six two three mental institution, included the including the padded rooms. That is that to me would be really interesting, actually, depending on the age of the kids, for sure. Like middle school to me, that would have been cool. But I mean, what are you telling them? Like this is where the people that are insane live. Yeah, like you talk about mental illness and, and mental illness, and you make it about that. There it is. Yeah. I dig that. Text at the 480. We took a field trip to Krispy Kreme once. That sounds like my kind of field trip. Text at the 623. <laughs> we went to a dairy farm. We went out to uh, one in Buckeye. Got to milk the cows and pet them. That is actually really cool. We have dairy farms where I'm from, and that's those are really cool. Text at 847. Went to Washington, D.C. in eighth Ooh. grade. Oh, that's cool. I never got to go on a plane. We had those <laughs> options when I was... It Did was you? going from uh, eighth grade into high school. It was kind of like our eighth grade trip, but they were always so expensive that I never got to go. Text of the 843. We went to Disney World in eighth grade. What? What? Again, I never got an opportunity to get on an airplane That's when I went to cool. school. Maybe my parents didn't have the money and they just kind of shielded like, my eyes They're like, don't stuff. <laughs> They like emailed the teacher at the beginning of the year. I cannot afford this. Please don't tell him. Yeah, please don't uh, get his hopes up. (laughs) Text at the 623. We walked to the Culver's down the road for a field trip. Okay. Uh, Text at the 602. I went to a brand new prison when I lived in Texas on a field trip. If there was no inmates in it, I could see how that would be intriguing to to students. Wouldn't it be more intriguing if there were inmates? That sounds dangerous, (laughs) depending on the prison. (laughs) Uh, I texted the 480 in 1977. We went to a pickle factory oh, that's for a cool. field trip. See, I think stuff like that, like where you can really see like the, the American dream, the blue collar guys at work. Like, I think that's so cool. I would still that do that is as an cool, adult. But I'd be more curious about how they make pickles, Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's how it's done. They're cucumbers? Really? Let's have that conversation. <laughs> Center and Cheyenne. What if you purchased a big green tractor from Costco? <laughs> Uh, and opted to not have it anymore, disliked it. Costco's return policy, they'd probably take it back. Yeah, probably. There's a gal who purchased a couch from Costco two years ago. She decided she did not like the color, the style, whatever. She took it back to Costco the other day and they accepted the return. This <laughs> just ripped. completely blows me away. <laughs> that they took the couch back. Yeah. I know that Costco's got a good return policy, but isn't there like... A statute of limitations? Like, yeah, isn't there a line? I definitely tried to return a Dyson once. It had broken. Uh, we had it for a couple of years, but it broke. And I'm like, well, we got it at Costco. Costco's got a great return policy. Let's give it a shot. Brought it back. They're like, nope. <laughs> it's past, It's past its window of return or something, which I'm assuming that every manufacturer that has an item in Costco has some sort of an agreement with Costco. So that was probably part of the agreement. The couch company, whatever manufacturer of that... They're probably maybe an up-and-comer. And they're like, sweet, we got into Costco. We'll do whatever. And, and that it, means forever taking returns. That's exactly what that is. So Costco will take that couch and send it back to the manufacturer. The manufacturer will give Costco back their money that they paid for that couch. Two years later? That's insane. Have you ever been denied a return? No, I thought I was going to one time. I destroyed a box trying to get a screen protector out of the like the packaging. I just, and then I realized it was the wrong size, and I took it back. <laughs> After I had destroyed the box, Were I was you just like, excited to get it out? Or like, why did you destroy the box? Because I have zero patience sometimes. <laughs> sometimes my patience is really good. It's like a kid on Christmas morning. Get this yeah. out of here. Other times, not yeah. so much. So I took it back and I was like, I don't know if you guys are going to take this back, but I literally just bought it, ripped it open, found out it was the wrong size. They did end up taking it back, but I was a little nervous about it. But if you had a broken the screen protector, I'm sure that would have been a different story. Oh, probably. Then, right? I'm just wondering, like, when you think about your Amazon returns, they got a decent return policy, too, but it's mm-hmm. like, I think it's got to be like within 30 days. Yeah, they have like a time frame window. But 
sometimes if you're honest on the reason why you're returning it, sometimes they charge you for shipping and sometimes they won't take it back. Really? My go-to on the Amazon returns is always inaccurate website description. So I've never been denied a return when I return the item using that excuse. But what I'm wondering is if anybody's ever tried that and then the the like the uh, the manufacturer of the company gets uh-huh. a hold of you and says, "Hey, wait a second. The website description is exactly what it, the, the it's item like is. It's quality control when yeah. looked at your return. And then yeah. they take the money back. I would be so upset. But you also shouldn't be lying to return things, right? Says the person who I know, I know, I know, to lie. I feel like you're putting yourself on trial here. I know I am, but I'm wondering if it's ever happened where yeah. a company has reached out to you and said, hey, this was not the right reason for the return and took their money back and, you know, oh. just said, well, you'll lose out on this so what's now. the answer? You sounds like you've done it a lot. I know. Yeah, has I, it I, happened I, to you? No, it has not happened to me, but I will. I will report back if it ever does. You keep us updated on that. I, I will keep you updated on that. Watch the, uh, the police show up my door or Probably. something like that. Sir, we have questions. The Amazon police. Yeah. <laughs> Camel Country 107.9. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. So today is National Optimism Day. Oh, that's good. So I thought a joke about optimism would be a great way to start the day. Okay. Okay. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. Did you know that I am optimistically single? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My bed isn't half empty. It's half full. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Fair way to look at it. Because it's just me. Yeah. So it's not yeah. half empty like a glass. Like half empty is half full because I'm full. there. It's great. Yeah. It's like optimistic it. and I like it. Gunner and Cheyenne. It is time to play Pick Your Battle. Woo! Uh, prize on the line today. Tickets to see Chris Stapleton headline the Extra Innings Festival at Tempe Beach Park on Friday, March fifth. Uh, Friday, March first. El King will be there. Turnpike Troubadours. Whole list of acts that'll be on that stage prior to Chris Stapleton. It's gonna be so good. So, Cheyenne, are you ready to play Pick Your Battle? I am. Abe, are you ready to play Pick Your Battle? I think so. <laughs> Gunner, are you ready to play Pick Your Battle? Yes, I am. And let's head out to Scottsdale. Myra, are you ready to play Pick Your Battle? Yes. All right. Five questions or 60 seconds, whichever comes first. You're going to have three chances at each question. The more questions you get to, the better your odds of winning. Abe, what is the category? Your category today is cities and states. Cities okay. and states. Uh, Who do you want to play against, Myra? Um, Cheyenne. That's a right. solid choice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne doesn't know uh, left from right nor from south. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know if that's going to play oh into this gosh. at all. But uh, Cheyenne has left the studio. Uh, Abe, let's go. All right, Myra, here we go. What city is known as the city of brotherly love? Oh, gosh. Um, pass. <laughs> Which state is known as the peach state? Georgia. Correct. What is the largest U.S. state by area? Texas. No. Oh. Um, California. No. Dang it. <laughs> Pass. What is the capital of Wyoming? Oh, gosh. Um, oh. <laughs> <Pass>. <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee this morning. <laughs> In what state does the Mississippi River start? Um, <laughs> Mississippi. What did you say? 
Mississippi? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, no, time is yeah. up. Time yeah. is time is up. All right, uh, Myra, you got one. So let's bring Cheyenne hey. back in, and we'll see how she does. Myra got one out of five. Cheyenne, oh, she set the bar pretty darn oh high this morning. <laughs> okay. All right, Cheyenne is back. All right, Cheyenne, here we go. What city is known as the city of brotherly love? Uh, Philly. Correct. Which state is known as the peach state? Uh, Georgia. Correct. All right, we got a winner already. So let's <laughs> roll right on through these. What is the largest U.S. state by area? Uh, Alaska. Correct. Wow. What is the capital of Wyoming? Cheyenne. Correct. I knew it! <laughs> In what state does the Mississippi River start? Oh, we just talked about this. That's why I used it. <laughs> Minnesota? Correct. Yeah! Wow! Five for five! Yeah. I am impressed, Cheyenne. Yeah. Wow. Well, Myra, we're still going to get you squared away with these Chris Stapleton tickets. You're yeah. going! Just uh, take what you learned there and never forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Gunner and Cheyenne. So when there's a song playing or a commercial break or something, what do you envision we do here in this studio? (laughs) You're probably nowhere close to right. (laughs) That's exactly right. So... What happened over the last few minutes, Um, somehow it came up that Cheyenne could throw up on command. Yes. And I'm not just going to let that one just fly. Right? I'm like, (laughs) prove it. And you went and did it. Yeah. Went to the bathroom and just threw up. I mean, how do you like throw up on command? You just, you know, just like, like squeeze your stomach muscles real tight? No, you want to know what it is, is my, it it just kind of goes to show like how strong our brain is. And if I am standing over a toilet or near a toilet in a bathroom and I think about how dirty the toilet probably is, and I just like take in the smells of the bathroom, I will vomit. <laughs> it's because it's gross to me. It's the power of the mind. It is. It's the power of the mind. And so if, especially I use it, a, not a lot, but like if I've been drinking and I just need to throw up because I don't feel good, Yeah, that's how I make myself throw so up. So instead of throwing your finger down your throat, yeah. you just- uh, I just mentally think about- how dirty the yeah. toilet is. It just grosses me out. Yeah, you enjoying that uh, stomach acetation in your mouth this morning or what? <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> but you proved yourself, Cheyenne. You know, I do what I can. Yeah. Can you do anything crazy, Abe? Like, is there any weird, like, bodily functions uh, that you can do? Unfortunately, no. Because that's pretty wild. I, I wish I could, though. Yeah? Like, I remember when, like, back in high school, like, the kids that would, like, gleek on you from, like, a oh, distance. Yeah. And I was like, dude, why can't I do that? I was trying it. Oh, I, I couldn't do it. Just drooling instead. Yeah, there was yeah. a kid I went to school with that would flip his eyelids inside Same. out. I could, I could never figure that out. My eyelids would never do that. Nope. He, and he did it without touching them? The girls I knew would, like, take them and I was literally say, flip I thought them you had inside to literally out. Okay, yeah. yeah I don't, I, he must have been doing it with his fingers. Mm-hmm. Because he'd turn around, and then he had, like, these zombie eyes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gross. I remember that. That was a thing back then. That was. Kids don't do that anymore. I've never seen my 13-year-old be like, hey, mom, look at my eyelids. (laughs) No. (laughs) But she distracted with other things. I know. Facts. What is your most unusual bodily function that you can do on command? This is the quality content you can only get from this show. (laughs) I can vomit. (laughs) The more you know. I don't think there's anything I can do. Like, you know. Can you cry on command? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say on command. You're gonna have to give me a minute, but I could definitely make myself cry. Yeah, I can burp on command. See, I can't even burp on command. Seriously, I'm the only. I'm the girl in this room, and I'm the only one that can uh, burp on command. I mean, I gotta drink something or eat something. No, I can literally sit here and burp. 
my Fantastic. God. I didn't say it was great quality burp, but I mean, it's I still can do a burp, it. Yeah. Still a burp. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, we learned something new about Cheyenne today. <laughs> she can throw up on command just by thinking about the dirty toilets or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if I'm in, if I'm in the bathroom and I'm close to the toilet and I need to throw up, I can just think about how dirty it is and it'll help me throw up. So that is a unique, unusual bodily function, right? Yep. I got no party tricks. I got nothing, Cheyenne. Got nothing on you, huh? I got nothing. Uh, but we do have a couple of people waiting to let us know what theirs is, Cheyenne. Okay. Let's head out to Levine and say good morning to Darren. Hey, Darren. What's up? Hey, tell us about this most unusual bodily function of yours. What what, what do you got? It's usually a, a great party starter. I can actually make my belly button protrude out all command. I'm sorry. <laughs> you what? I can go from any to Audi all command. It's great. How is that even possible? Well, you know, God gives us great gifts. <laughs> so one of those things that he started with. So explain to us how like this comes about at the party. You yeah. just lift your shirt up and, hey, guys, watch this or what? Hey, you want to see well, something cool? Fact, <laughs> I've had such an overwhelming positive response at previous parties. Once everybody has had a great amount of drinks and I bust it out, you know, because it's either you're going to remember it or not, right? So I come on in and I say, hey, gang, you won't believe this, but I can do something none of you can do. So drunks are very courageous and confident. (laughs) I like that you set your friends up for failure. Yes, because they can't do this. It's beautiful. My wife hates it. I bet. But I love it. And I just lift it up, push it in, push it out, push it in, push it out, push it in, push it out. And I walk off. <laughs> like it's whistling, okay. like your belly button's whistling. It's like, yes. See, okay. And I walk off. I'm pretty sure this is the Darren that was on the camel ride with us to Cody Johnson. I, Darren, dude, why didn't worse this party trick on the I party know, bus? I'm very upset. What the heck? You know the jealousy. You gotta, you gotta talk to God about that. <laughs> I, I think it's great. I know, and I'm very disappointed. We did not get to enjoy that on the camel ride. Next one, next one. You got to make sure you unleash that belly button on us. I might even wear a tank top. Hey! <laughs> tank top, little uh, cut off shirt. You know, yeah. just walking around with his whistling belly button. <laughs> All right, Darren. Dude, thanks for checking in. Have a great day, man. Thank you. Bianca is in Glendale. Hey, Bianca. Hey, how are you guys? We're well. How are you? Excellent. We want to hear all about this unusual bodily function of yours, Bianca. I learned as a young girl how to make my stomach gurgle. <laughs> what? Nice and loud, too. Yes. So like the, the the sound a stomach makes like when you're hungry. Like correct. Is that what your sound like? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Uncanny. This is my superpower, and I used to use it to my advantage all the time. Like once I found out, oh, that was a complete problem. What do you mean you you use it to your advantage? Oh, because it will make sounds like, and the teacher will be like, "Is that you?" Do you need a pass to the nurse? Do you need a pass to the bathroom? Oh, to get out of class. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot smarter than me. I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be like, no, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, at first I was. But then after a while, I'm like, hmm, I want to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Camel Country 107.9. Well, tomorrow is Groundhog Day. We will find out if the rest of the country gets... Six more weeks of winter? Is yeah. that what it is? Six more weeks? Six weeks of winter so, if the shadow is seen. All right. So seeing the shadow 
is bad then because I'd assume that everybody who's been dealing with winter and everything else for the last five, six months, they mm-hmm. kind of want to go to spring, you know, yeah. to get that sunshine. So seeing shadow bad, no shadow good. <laughs> See shadow bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, obviously that didn't affect us all that much here in the valley, you know, we just, if the Saguaro sees its shadow, six more weeks are awesome. Yeah, right? I'm here for yeah. it. Sunny and 75, sign me Let's up. Let's go. But we do have a little bit of rain in the forecast for today and into tomorrow morning. Should be all right for the uh, concert at the Coliseum on Saturday. Yes. Post Malone and Ernest. be a little breezy, but it mm-hmm. uh, should be okay. The nice thing about the, the Coliseum, though, is that the way that the stands are set up, you really won't feel the wind because it just kind of puts yeah. you right in the in the center. It's kind of an interesting combination, though, isn't it? Post Malone and Ernest? I don't think so. I think that Post Malone is breaking so much into different genres of music, and Ernest writes for everybody. And they're good friends, so it makes sense to me. Well, does Post Malone, didn't he collaborate he did. on, on some songs and yeah, stuff like and that, Yeah, and he too? did. He's doing uh, some, I guess, renditions of other songs. Like, he just did um, Should Have Been a Cowboy, and it, oh, was, cool. it was really good. All right. He's super talented. And it's a, a multi-genre show yes. on Saturday. Something for everybody. It will be interesting, though, like the true Post Malone fans. Uh, they should know about the country, but the people showing up, you know, maybe they're thinking like Ernest goes to jail or something like, uh, you know, that, that kind of an Ernest, <laughs> yeah. you know? Because if you're not into the country music yeah. and don't know much about Morgan Wallen and how Ernest and him are friends and stuff like that, I mean, you may not know much about Ernest. Yeah, which is... Great for Ernest because it opens it up to a whole new yeah. people. He should get a whole bunch of new fans should, after yeah. Saturday. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Gunner and Cheyenne. Mornings till 10. Camel Country 1079. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 